0: Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is October 15th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. All right. Um Let's just jump right into it, man. First segment of this episode is entitled Quick Passes Will Work If Norvell Checks His Ego. Um I want to say that Norvell left at least two touchdowns on the field against Notre Dame um because of ego play calling. Okay? Travis, I mean Jordan Travis is still trying to find his way as the quarterback of his team. So it would behoove you to um you know just run some plays that fit his skill set. Um you know, I was watching the Coastal Carolina Louisiana game uh Wednesday night and just some of the plays that Coastal Carolina designed um for the uh for their quarterback. I mean, Mike Norvell, take note. Jordan Travis is more athletic than uh the kid from uh Coastal Carolina. So you you might want to incorporate some stuff like that. But you you don't put the game in Jordan Travis's hands. He's not ready for that. And again, I'm going to keep saying it until you know, hopefully one day Florida State decides that they want to go to this player, Cam McDonald. One of the better tight ends in the country. Has not been used properly. Okay. The one thing I will say good about James Blackman. He actually looks for Cam McDonald. Whereas Jordan Travis doesn't. Um, But you know this is and i can't really fault jordan travis he's probably you know he's probably got a million things going through his mind once that ball is snapped um usually he he plays hard he um um he he, he usually makes plays so i can't really be unhappy with him but i just think as as the as the offensive coaching staff could put him in a better position to win games and not have the game come down to him. I mean, as the quarterback, ultimately that might happen sometimes, but it's things that you can do throughout the course of the game so it doesn't fall on him. Um, you know, they're not running jet sweeps. They're not running that jet sweep, the web, that they ran in the Georgia Tech game. They're not doing smoke screens to Terry or Helton or – um. Well, that was probably the two best players suited to do it. You're not taking advantage of Travis J's two-way ability, okay? And I'm just—I'm just a guy sitting here recording a podcast, and I know this stuff. You know, Travis J might be the best athlete on this team, but you're not taking advantage of his talent. Um, so. I don't know. I just um Norvell gotta check his ego offensively. And ultimately, like I've said in previous episodes, you're gonna have to score on every possession to to, to win games. Yeah, you, know, you got this game coming up against North Carolina. They're a very good football team. And just let let's just put it in perspective. Mack Brown flipped his culture in one season. Not even a season, bro. Like a couple of months. He flipped the culture. He got there last year. Um, I think he got there like maybe uh, at the beginning of last year or something like that. I mean, just went on a recruiting bonanza. And he flipped the culture. And now these guys are sitting at number five back, right back where they were in 1997. Before he left to go to Texas. So, you know, Mike Norvell, that would be a good guy to try to emulate. You know, always be honest with your players. Always tell the truth. And good things will happen. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that the George Floyd stuff is the reason why we suck. I mean, we suck because we suck. But you got to check your ego, man. And But I know that you're going to have to throw the ball down the field. But... I'm just saying, there's better ways to get yards. There's safer ways, and and, and instead of okay, Jordan Travis throw deep to Tamorian and Terry. When the offensive, well, the offensive line they did an okay job against Notre Dame, but Notre Dame is not like an elite defense. But they 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 they, they um they did okay. I'll give them some respect um so let me know what you think about that segment next segment next segment linebacker commit commit backs off pledge listen we're not in a position to you know whatever i mean we got a defensive line guy um you know i I, i'm not a big recruiting guy in, in terms of uh before they get on, before they get on the field in college, you can sit here and say number one class, number one class. You got to get the players in. You got to develop them. That's it. Okay, recruiting classes are just you know stuff. It's just stuff to talk about amongst fans and uh, recruiting gurus, recruiting analysts, and all that stuff. Ultimately. You have to get the guys in the program, and you have to develop them. I mean, you look at how Boise State built their program no stars, one stars two star- two stars, three stars. their quarterback from last season was the highest recruited player they ever recruited. He was a four star so you you can build programs with it stars don't matter it's how you develop players it's your culture is is you know, being honest with your players. So, um, the Jennings kid, I mean, wherever he goes, man, I wish him luck. I ain't going to sit here and talk bad about him because he don't want to go to Florida State. He's seen that the defensive scheme that they're running stinks. So, he's reevaluating his options. That Any smart person would do that. If you go in for a job interview, okay. And you accept a job, but then you see something somewhere else where they they say they're, you know, this is not a good place to work. You gon' you know, unless they're paying you a very good wage, you're going to reevaluate your options. So he has that same option to do that. So I'm not going to uh, run this kid in the ground about him exploring his options. That's his that's his right to do that. So, but you, you read some of this stuff on Facebook from these uh, Florida State football groups. They're just, they're insane, man. Like, you're coming down on a 17, 18-year-old kid about where he wants to go to college. That's insane to me. So, you, you just got to keep stuff in perspective, man. It's, it's, it's a game. It's not that serious. Um, so... Let me know what you think about that segment. Next segment, uh, pray for defensive stops, score on every possession. I, I touched on that in the first episode. That's, that's really gonna, it's really gonna be how Florida State wins games. Um, you, um, you can't, um, stop anybody defensively. Okay. And Jordan Travis is a, uh, you know, a true dual threat quarterback. And you're going to have to score, score, score. That's it. If you if you try to shorten the game by eating up clock, running the football, you can't stop anybody defensively. So the opposing offense is going to score, and that's going to leave less possessions for you to score and try to win the game. That's That's basically who our team is at this point and i've accepted it i mean i knew that we were gonna suck this season we're gonna suck next season 2022 is gonna be the year okay 2022 is gonna be the year where okay show us what you got norvell show us what you got okay and if they don't come out and win at least nine or ten games in 2022 he got to go because it it makes no sense that and I I Mac Brown is a better he's one of the best recruiters in college football history. So I'm not going to put Norvell, I'm not going to compare Norvell to Mac Brown. But Mac Brown flipped North Carolina in a matter of months. Okay. It can be done at Florida State. It can be done. Okay. Florida State attracts better recruits than North Carolina okay period I've been to both schools I've been to both stadiums I've looked at both facilities is North Carolina doesn't have anything better than Florida State in my opinion so it really comes down to Mac Brown and Norvell you know but like I said like, you, that's that's not even a contest I mean Mac Brown had all those number 1 recruiting classes at Texas. He can go he can go anywhere and recruit. He can go to Alaska and get kids to come to Alaska. So, but like I said, Florida State is still a destination for recruits. It's just can you put a competent scheme out there offensively and defensively? That's what that's what kids are looking for. And defensively, we suck. It, that's pretty much it. And, um, you know, we got to do better. i I seen some stuff on the internet where they're talking about they're going to make some changes. We'll see. I mean, pretty much, you know that that counterplay that Notre Dame was coming is going to come every game from here on out. Or some variation of it. Play action, whatever. So... You gon' you gonna have to be ready for that. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh next segment. Is this is this a throwaway season? I hope not. I'll never I'll never write off my team like that. But um it's just like, like I've said before you know hundreds and hundreds of times norvell's biggest mission this year was to get these get these young men to play hard for 60 minutes and i think offensively he's 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 getting there very quickly defensively he got a long way to go cuz these guys are not playing with the the intensity and, and the uh urgency that you need on defense, you know it's it's crazy that a team can run the same exact play running play the majority of the game, and you don't have pride enough to stop it. I mean that's just a pride thing. You're not gonna to me if you have the ability to stop it. I'm not going to let you run the same play over and over again. Just from a pride issue, so um, it's definitely not a throwaway season. I think you can definitely learn something about your players and your coaching staff. Um, but at some point, you you've got to you know set a standard. You've got to set a standard, and the players have to meet or exceed that standard. That's really what it comes down to. Um. So let me know what you think about that segment uh, Last segment for this episode Is this a revenge game for Sam Howell It, it really can't be Because he passed on us We didn't pass on him Um, But I think he might be trying to get He might in the back of his mind Be thinking about The uh, former offensive coordinator Whose name escapes my mind right now He's the head coach at UMass Let me look him up Man And I should've had this already going here, but um I didn't know I was gonna I'm pretty much freestyling this. So uh Walt Bell. All right. Walt Bell was his guy. And if we would have kept Walt Bell, we probably would have got Sam Howell. Um but they fired Walt Bell, thus we didn't keep Sam Howell. Um, so I he might try to get some, some revenge for his guy because he got fired, but I don't think he's going to be thinking about that. I mean, at any rate, I don't really see North Carolina having to throw the ball a lot against this team, this Florida State team, um, because they're so porous against the run. I think that, you know, you just – you just you just do the run game make Florida State stop the run game that's that's basically what what you got to do and you you know they're preparing to try to stop it the question is will they stop it I don't think they can stop it I really don't think they can stop it um but we'll see you know that's why they play the game um I don't. I don't see Sam Howell throwing for over 200 yards. Not because he can't throw for more yards, just because it won't be a need. I. I don't see Florida State being able to stop the run. You know, and you still got teams like Louisville coming up that is just salivating. That are that is just salivating. NC State salivating, knowing that you know you guys are not trying to stop the run. So. Um, again, looking at this UNC Florida State game, man, I, 38-28, uh, I I don't think it's going to be that close. Um, I think North Carolina is just going to jump out to like a 21-0 lead in the first half and then Florida State is going to come back and make it competitive, but ultimately I just see North Carolina as the better team, better coach team, I'm not going to say that they have better players. They have a better offensive line, and that's pretty much it. I think everywhere else we're pretty much comparable. It's just a question of motivation, and can Norvell turn the corner as a head coach at a Power 5 program? Um, So we'll see. All right. Um, Thank you for listening. I appreciate your support. Um, This podcast is available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Please wear a mask, please social distance, please be aware of your surroundings, Um, please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses, please do your research on vitamins, and please go and vote. Your vote matters, your vote counts, please go out and vote, and as always, go nose.